Well, welcome, friends, to the Victory Point Bible Reading Podcast, where normal, everyday disciples open up the Bible and discuss. We don't claim to be theologians here, but no one ever said you had to be to read and interpret and apply the Word of God to your life. So thanks so much for joining us today, and here's your host. Hello, everybody, and welcome to a brand new week of the VP Bible Reading Plan Podcast. It is Tom Joster here again, and this is my first time that I'm having two people on the other side of the table from me. So welcome, Brad Koning and son Kipton Koning. Thank you guys for saying yes to me when I asked you a couple weeks ago. Yeah, mm-hmm. thanks for having All us. All right. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, of course. Um, so it's, this is kind of new to me, having like three microphones going at the same time instead of just two. So we'll kind of see how this works. All right. All right. <laughs> we hear some heavy breathing. Just look around the table. That's right. Who's doing it? Who's doing it? <laughs> Not <Right>. me. <laughs> and it's probably me, the host, right? Well, anyway, um, we are here, obviously, to continue our journey through the book of Matthew. Over this coming week, we're going to be looking at Matthew chapter 11, and we're going to sneak into Matthew chapter 12 a little bit. But before we dive into that... Kipton, why don't you introduce, because uh, I don't know if everybody listening knows who you are, Kipton, so why don't you introduce your family to us a little bit? So who okay. is Kipton and how do you fit into your family? Okay, my name is Kipton Koning and my family is the Konings and we and we come here basically every week and yeah, that's our family. Yeah, so you have mom and dad, Yeah. right? And I know you have some siblings, who are they? Uh, Graham and Ella. And Ella is in what grade? Eighth grade. And you are in? Sixth grade. And then your brother? Is third grade. Third grade. So I, as Elon Christian, have a chance maybe to have Graham in my class next year. Possibly. It's That's pretty scary, isn't it? Yeah, it's like 50-50. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. It's a 50-50 chance. Okay. So I'm, I'm interested, Kipt, uh, interested, Kipton, like what, what do the Konings love to do for like fun? Like for entertainment? What do you guys like to do? Well... If there's good weather, we sometimes go for hikes, and then for fun, sometimes we, like, play games or, like, yeah, we mostly just, like, play games or okay. go on hikes or play basketball. Okay, is there a certain, like, are you talking, like, a board game or something that you like to play together, or? We like to play card games, I'd yes. say, more than board games. Nice. Card games are good. An example of one? Um, Trash. I don't know if I know that one. Basically, Trash or golf. Yeah, golf. Oh, golf. Too. I'm familiar with that one. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Those are all good ones. Yeah, yes. I like that one. Cool. Cool. I think, Brad, you want to add to like the family or what I like to do for fun? Oh, in the wintertime, we like to ski if we can get out. The kids skied more than we did. The adults did this year. Okay. But um, yeah, we like to golf in the spring and summer, get mm-hmm. out and do that. And you have a connection down in Florida, right? Somebody's mom do. or dad or yeah. something lives down there. My, my lives, folks go down there a bit. Yeah. So there's a place down there. We like to go there when nice. we're invited. Nice. <laughs> and we go at spring break. Yes, that's yeah. coming up in a couple of weeks here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, everybody looks forward to spring break. Whether you go somewhere or whether you just stay at home, right? Spring break is spring it's, break. It's a lovely it's thing. Nice. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, again, thank you, Brad and Kipton, for being willing to do the podcast with me this week. Mm-hmm. But before we get into like, you know, the, the major reason why we're here is to talk about God's word. But the, there's a little minor reason why I've called you here too this week. 
And that has something to do with the game Minecraft, which I know a lot of like elementary kids and middle school kids love to play in their spare time. So, Kipton, do you, I'm hoping you play Minecraft. Yeah, I do. Okay. Because every day <coughs> I'm going to ask two questions. And this is Kipton versus Brad. Oh. Uh, but, Brad, you always have to answer first. Okay. Okay. And then Kipton is going to answer second, right? And so it's dad versus son in the Minecraft trivia game this week. So, all right. Here we go, Brad. Okay. Um, what must you use to mine ores and stones? So, what is it that you have to use in that game if you want to mine ores and stones? I'm going to go with an axe. He's going to go with an axe. Kipton? A pickaxe. It's a pickaxe. You know, I'm gonna I'm Can gonna I, give, that's I'm gonna give you both a point on that. All right. Okay, and let me get my pen. Probably the here. only point I'll get. <laughs> okay. So so oops, here we go. We got pickaxe. Yes, yeah, so a pickaxe. So Brad has one, Kipton has one. All right. And question number two for the for the day. Brad, you have to go first. What is terrified of ocelots? There's something in the game of Minecraft that is terrified of ocelots. Zombies. It's not zombies. Kipton's giving me like, I don't know if I know this one face. Um, Something's terrified of ocelots. Chickens? I don't know. It's actually creepers. Are there creepers in this game or something? Yeah. Yeah, it's creepers. Hey, so we're one to one. What are ocelots? They're like these little like water creatures. And they, yeah, that's kind of all they do. Yeah, they just okay. swim around. <laughs> all right. <laughs> okay. Well, so far it, it, we're tied. Brad won. Kipton won. So tomorrow, right. you'll, tomorrow you'll get the next two. Can't wait. Like I said, like I said, this is the the, the minor reason why we're here this <laughs> this week. <laughs> hey, let's dive into Matthew chapter eleven, one through nineteen, and I'll read this passage. In my Bible here, uh, the title is Jesus and John the Baptist, and so I'll kind of read through here. And then throw it over to the Konings to see if they have anything they um, that they or, or something that jumped out at them or something about our God or something about us. Here we go, Matthew eleven verses one through nineteen. After Jesus had finished instructing his twelve disciples, he went on from there to teach and preach in the towns of Galilee. When John, who was in prison, heard about the deeds of the Messiah, he sent his disciples to ask him, "Are you the one who is to come, or should we expect?" somebody else. Jesus replied, go back and report to John what you hear and what you see. The blind receive sight, the lame walk, those who have leprosy are cleansed, the deaf hear, the dead are raised, and the good news is proclaimed to the poor. Blessed is anyone who does not stumble on account of me. As John's disciples were leaving, Jesus began to speak to the crowd about John. What did you go out into the wilderness to see? A reed swayed by the wind? If not, what did you go out to see? A man dressed in fine clothes? No. Those who wear fine clothes are in king's palaces. And then what did you go out to see then? A prophet? Yes, I tell you, and more than a prophet. This is the one about whom it is written, I will send my messenger ahead of you who will prepare your way before you. Truly I tell you, among those born of women, there has not risen anyone greater than John the Baptist. Yet whoever is least in the kingdom of heaven is greater than he. From the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven has been subjected to violence, and violent people have been raiding it. For all the prophets and the law prophesied until John. And if you are willing to accept it, he is the Elijah who was to come. Whoever has ears, let them hear. 
to what can I compare this generation? They are like children sitting in the marketplaces and calling out to others. We played the pipe for you, and you did not dance. We sang a dirge, and you did not mourn. For John came neither eating nor drinking, and they say, he has a demon. The Son of Man came eating and drinking, and they say, here is a glutton and a drunkard, a friend of tax collectors and sinners. But wisdom is proved right by her deeds. All right, so anything that stood out in this passage, anything weird or something you questioned or something you thought that was kind of cool? Oh, Captain, we'll start with you. Anything that kind of stands out here? Well, we talked about this, so basically, like, when he says, like, the blind see and, like, the people who have leprosy are cured, it's like another verse from Isaiah, and basically, Jesus said that, so then when they went back to tell John, John would know what he meant, because if he's a prophet, he'll know the verse. Okay. It's kind of like a reference to a different place in the Bible. Sure. So that comes from Isaiah? Yeah. Oh, see, look at this. I'm, I'm learning something. I did not I did not even know that. And that's true because John kind of questioned, right? Are you the one who is to come, Jesus, or should we expect somebody else? And then he says, go back and say. Yeah. Right? But the blind are receiving their sight and the lame are walking and those who have leprosy are cleansed. And, oh, that's cool. I didn't realize he was quoting something from the Old Testament. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, kind of, it's almost like evidence, like, yep. I'm he. I'm the one that's been talked about in mm-hmm. the Old Testament. Well, that's cool. Thank you. Yeah. What do we say? That was Isaiah 35, verse 5. It says, Then will the eyes of the blind be opened and the ears of the deaf, deaf unstopped. And then will the lame leap like a deer and the mute tongue shout for joy. Hmm. And so John. So we said, John, because. Everybody went to school in those days, and they memorized all that scripture. John would know exactly what that was about, and that that was a prophecy of, of what would be when the Messiah came back. Right. So Jesus was answering his question through prophecy. Right. So that's cool. And I know Matthew, if I remember correctly from what I've been taught in the past, I think Matthew was writing to, like, his audience was, like, Jewish people. I think they were the ones who were re- receiving this, like— oh account. And so I think Matthew did a lot of that referring back to the Old Testament because the Jews kind of like grew up with that and they kind of knew it, right? Yeah. They, they yeah. knew the Old Testament scriptures. Cool. I, one thing I kind of uh, noted here is I'm like, really? John the Baptist is asking, are you the one who is to come or should we expect somebody else? I mean, wasn't he Jesus like second cousin or something <laughs> like that? Yeah. And here he is like questioning. I'm like, well, why is he questioning. He was the one that was supposed to be preparing the way for Jesus. And and the only thing I could think of is that he, like, he's in jail here, I think, isn't he? Yep. Yep. He's in prison, which to me must be a stressful situation. Um, I know two weeks ago on Sunday, Matt Crozier talked about the chaos of the world. Yeah. Um, and I think, I think John is experiencing the chaos of the world, right? He's in prison, and I think it's during those times in our life when we start to question, and I think maybe that's what's happening here. Okay, that's the only thing I could think of. Um, but then I love how how he says, "Go back and report to John what you hear," and like what you said, Kipton, in that verse from Isaiah. He would have known that right. Yes. Away. Something I also wrote down. I said, um, "Well, I mean, I experience the chaos of this world sometimes too." And I think it's okay that we question things just like John the Baptist did. And I think I'm hearing the Lord tell me 
go back and report to Tom. <laughs> okay? Um, instead of in verse 4 there, go back and report to John. I think there's times in my life where it's like, go back and report to Tom and remind him who I am and who he is. And I, 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 I just kind of noted that and thought that was kind of interesting. Yeah. Anything else you guys uh, notice here in Matthew 11? Well, I thought a couple spots were interesting. I think one thing that got to me, and maybe it's just maybe I have a lack of biblical knowledge, but when he says, from the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven has been subjected to violence and violent people have been raiding it. That's verse 12. Yes. I don't know. That just, I was Is that like, weird? What does that mean? I know. And we tried to think about it, you know, preparing for this a little bit. And I still am like, I guess I don't understand it. Yeah, because John is saying, or sorry, Jesus is saying from the days of John the Baptist until now. So would that be like a year maybe or, or less? Or yeah. Right? It wasn't that long because John Correct. just sent his, his disciples there. Right. So, I mean, I, I did notice that as well, Brad. And I have a little side note that one of my, I kind of, I looked in like the footnotes of a, of a Bible. Good. And again, because I'm like, what does that mean until now? You know, from the days of John the Baptist until now, uh, the kingdom of God has been subjected to violence. And so this commentator said something like, um, so the Pharisees, ever since John the Baptist started doing his work by the Jordan River, and now Jesus doing his ministry, the Pharisees have been totally working against what, what they've been trying to do. Like even violence, right? I think later on in the week, we're going to talk about how they went out and tried to plot right. Jesus' death. And so could that be what you're referring to? You know, the leaders of the church at that time, right? The Pharisees, they're working against this kingdom I'm trying to build. And they're even, it's even resorting to violence and it's resorting to death. That's, that's, that's what this one commentator, commentator thought. Could be. Could be. Yeah, it's really, that's interesting. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, let's see here. I have one other little thing on the back here. Um, verses 18 and 19, I had a note here. For John came neither eating nor drinking. Um, Captain, do you remember what, what John the Baptist ate when he was in the in the wilderness? Remember, have you heard what he used Locust? to Yes, he used to eat like grasshoppers <laughs> while he was out in the in the desert here. And so... And then he gets made fun of, right? I mean, he comes neither eating nor drinking, and they're like, ah, he is a demon. What a weirdo he is, right? And then the opposite in verse 19, and then the son of man, Jesus, he comes, he's eating all kinds of stuff, and he's drinking all kinds of stuff. Do you remember, Captain, some of the some of the types of people Jesus would eat with? Do you remember? Hmm. Because the Jews thought, oh, my goodness, I can't believe Jesus is eating with those people. I don't remember. Oh, okay, uh, Zacchaeus was one of them. Remember what Zacchaeus did for a job? Oh yeah, wasn't he? Collected tax collector. Yes, he was. Yeah. And to the Jewish people, the tax collectors were the sinners, right? And so here gets Jesus gets made fun of, right, for eating and drinking with people like tax collectors, right? Because they're the sinners of the world. And that got me thinking. Well. How come, how come they're both getting made fun of? One for not eating and drinking and one f because he was eating and drinking. And again, I have to give credit to somebody that had a footnote. Okay, um, See, John's, John's message was more of like repentance, wasn't it? Like turn from your ways. Yeah. Right? Self-denial so. kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And he got made fun of for that. 
And I'm thinking, well, that's what we Christians in 2023 are supposed to do too, right? We're supposed to deny ourselves and we're supposed to repent. Um, and then Jesus gets made fun of for, for mingling with those who, who needed him. But of course, the Pharisees didn't think that. Mm-hmm. So I think I thought I was like, well, go ahead, Brad. Yeah, I same thing, right? Um, talking about the children in the marketplace, it's no matter, no matter what's going on, how quick are the people to cast judgment yes. and make fun of or put down exactly whatever's going on. And that hit me, and that's kind of a theme I think we might see this week a little bit. It's yep. just questioning, like... I think I said this to Kip was, would I have been one of those? Like, right. it's easy to read scripture on this side and know who Jesus was and all these things. But when you start thinking about if somebody went around today making these same kind of statements and things, how quick we might be to cast them off as, you know, being crazy, you exactly. know? So it's inter- interesting. Yeah. yeah. You realize you're a lot of like those people. What do you mean by that, Kipton? Like, but they judge people a lot, and that's kind of how we do even still nowadays. Sure we do. I know. We have to be careful. So careful. So I think we're, we're running out of time here. Oh, my goodness. I was not paying attention yep. to the clock here. <laughs> so we went a little bit over today, but that's okay. So listeners, as you go into your Monday, um, may the Lord just bless your day. Um, may he turn um, his face toward you. Um, may you be people who live the way Jesus wants us to live in, in this new kingdom that he was bringing about uh, when he lived on earth here. So blessings on your Monday. We'll see you back here tomorrow. Well, thank you for joining us today for the Victory Point Bible Reading Podcast. We hope that today's conversation was helpful for you and encourages you in your daily walk with God. If you have any questions or thoughts to share with us, please email us at info at victorypoint.org. We would love to hear from you.